Welcome to Chapter 2, What Are You Worth? And to help focus this show today, I'm going to start off with the following quote by a living American writer and lecturer, Gail Sheehy. And her quote is, Would that there were an award for people who come to understand the concept of enough. Good enough. Successful enough. Thin enough. Rich enough. Socially responsible enough. When you have self-respect, you have enough. That last line is a powerful notion. When you have self-respect, you have enough. Hmm. Self-respect ever evolves, doesn't it? Sometimes self-respect evolves with insightful ahas. Those moments you go, aha, whoa, wow. And during that time, you're receiving genuine loving words of praise. When you receive genuine loving words of praise... Don't you just feel satisfied at a level unlike any other time? Sometimes self-respect takes a nosedive when you, <laughs> when your internal perfectionist, your perfectionist or your critic browbeats you for doing or saying something you just know you shouldn't have said or done. Now, I realize there's only a small percentage of people out there listening to this show who have these perfectionists and these critics running around in your head. so how is your self-respect feeling or looking these days much of how we respect ourselves and how others respect us is based largely on what we do what we do is largely built on the skills we know we have and skills that we use now that's what chapter two of pay me what i'm worth focuses on squarely your skills what are they do you really have a full grasp on all your skills (laughs) i'll tell you what let's take a look at this in a different way imagine your life as one football field size department store a huge department store filled with endless aisles of shelves all packed to the rafters with a variety of boxes Some boxes are the size of a grain of salt. Teeny tiny little boxes. (laughs) Other boxes are so large, they don't really have a shelf. They're as big as the shelf itself. Some boxes are beautifully crafted, shining with all sorts of dazzling eye-coloring, eye-catching ribbons and bows. Other boxes are just plain and ordinary, almost going unnoticed as you walk down the aisle. Imagine your life being a whole bunch of boxes. As you walk down the aisle of this life department store, is it possible to see everything you've tucked away in those boxes? (laughs) At first glance, you know what's in every single box on every single shelf, right? You really know what's in there? Do you even know what's in your attics and closets and cupboards and garages these days? What about those boxes stored in the back room? (laughs) it's easy to forget about things when they're tucked away. Your skills get tucked away. More often than not, we forget what we have and we go out and we buy another one. 
only to find within days, I bet, of buying that new one, you find the old one, right? Has that ever happened? <laughs> you can't find something, so you go out and buy it, and then within days you found out where you left it the last time. <laughs> I've looked for something in vain and swore I didn't have it and I couldn't find it. And I'll go out and buy it, and then bingo, there it is, right there. Hmm. If I'm smart, I take the thing, the, the second one back, but you know how that goes. So, do you take that second one and just tuck it away with the original one and then forget about that one too? <laughs> As you become more aware of all the thousands, and I did say thousands of skills you possess, your confidence grows. And as your confidence grows, your self-respect deepens. Why is confidence important in being paid what you're worth? Hmm, let me set the stage here. Imagine you've just completed one of the best interviews you've had in your life. You really connected with the interviewer on all levels. What would you say to this person? If they said something like this as you come to the end of your time together, I'm setting the stage. You've just finished a miraculous interview. You, you swear you have the job. Obviously, you have the job. You're about to be offered the job. And the person offering the job says this to you. You know, after talking with you and reviewing your skills, I'm sure you're really a, a nice person. You're certainly qualified. You're certainly a talented person. Now, would you do me a favor before I offer you this job? Would you kindly forget all the hard work you've ever done in the past? Just forget it. Forget the respect you enjoy. Forget your health. Forget your great reputation. Forget your awards, your diplomas, your certifications, maybe your licenses. See, you see, when you forget all that hard work and effort that you've put into things, you won't feel cheated and disrespected with what I'm about to offer you. Because you see, I'd like to offer you only the least I can possibly get away with. So if you do us both a favor and you forget all your hard work, I can offer you less than what you're worth. And when, when you forget what you're worth, you'll feel less robbed, less disrespected, less worthless. And I can get away with paying you less than what you're worth. Deal? <laughs> if somebody said that to you, what would you say? Would you have the confidence to say, um, thanks, but no thanks. I don't think so. Well, here's the deal. Believe it or not, this happens all the time. You grant people this favor every time you're valued less than what you feel you're worth. Period. If this reality check shocks you, good. Allow the energy of this shock to possibly fuel the fire in your belly to get motivated. Get motivated to be refused. Just refuse to be undervalued, period, ever again. Start now. Tap into all the hard work you've already have done. When you do, you'll feel more confident. And I'm not talking in an arrogant or egoistic sense. This confidence helps you inspire in others the respect that will naturally help you be paid what you're worth. So speaking of confidence, how many people do you know who simply radiate confidence in an inviting, non-threatening manner? 
I imagine you could probably easily list a dozen people who might fall into that overconfident category. Do you trust them? Do you trust those overconfident people? <laughs> no. Why? Well, when you said someone's a little bit too confident, do you really sense that they're being real? Do you feel good about them? I bet your intuition kicks in and wonders, is this person for real? How can they be so confident when I'm not? Hmm. Well, to help you inspire your sense of confidence inside and out, chapter two takes a good look under your hood. What you're worth is unquestionably recognized when others feel your steady confidence. More often than not, it's hard to recognize your internal skills because there's so much part of who you are already. You most likely have forgotten them. You don't even think of them as skills anymore. This chapter taps into the insights of people you trust to reawaken your awareness of the thousands of skills you might take for granted. For example, have you ever watched a masterful artist? Say a painter. A painter who has applied paint to canvas for many a decade. They make the, the process of creating a painting look effortless, don't they? They just, within a few strokes, have this beautiful painting. To them, that's not that big of a deal. It's part of who they are. They more likely have forgotten that it has taken them decades to incorporate all of the skills that it's taken to paint that beautiful painting. It's the same thing when I watch some an expert chef cook. They can whip it together a, a meal in no time flat. <laughs> Me, however, well, nah, we won't go there. <laughs> So chapter two of Pay Me What I'm Worth, What Are You Worth? It explores in depth all of the following questions. So here's what we're going to battle, tackle, explore, whatever word you want to use, chapter two. How many skills do you really have? Do others recognize those skills? What skills do others see in you? that you don't see in yourself? And on the flip side, what skills do others not see in you that you see in yourself? And finally, how do you polish those skills that you already have with ease and grace? So you see, how many skills you have is very important. If you don't recognize what skills you have, you might think you need to go out and polish those skills. Well, maybe it's just reawakening those skills. And if other people don't see those skills in you, are they really skills? Have you truly demonstrated to them that you have that skill? If you're not paid what you're worth, 9 out of 10 is because people don't know that you have those skills. So I hope you're pleasantly surprised that you didn't hear any questions about bank balances or stocks or real estate portfolios or other types of investment accounts. <laughs> when most people hear the question, what are you worth? The first thing that comes to most minds are numbers. I wonder what forces people to think that way. How have we gotten conditioned to align the concept worth with numbers? So, do you know this, that experts say we should do a skills inventory about every dozen years or so? Now, so when was the last time you really inventoried your skills? That's what we're going to do in Chapter 2. When was the last time you asked a few folks to share with you what skills they see in you? 
Once you have a hearty, solid sense of who you are, your vast department store of skills builds a wonderful sense of self-esteem and confidence. It rises to many new healthy levels. So how does this rise in confidence, respect, and esteem help you get paid what you're worth? Well, it's quite simple. Try this out for style. Think of one person who you know who just, they naturally, effortlessly, gracefully exude a healthy sense of self. Now, we're not talking about some sort of egomaniac. We're talking about just a natural, comfortable, healthy sense of self. Now, when this person asks you for something, do they not most often receive it? No questions asked. Would you be willing to risk your good relationship with this person, a person you trust, by giving them less than what they asked for? Well, I hope you find yourself saying, of course not. I wouldn't want to be insulted by someone offering me less than what I asked for. So I won't insult someone else by giving them what anything less than they've asked for. Think about it that way. When you are feeling naturally confident, one of the keys here is you would never ask someone for something they don't have. That's why people who are very centered and have a healthy sense of self-esteem and their confidence is that that's naturally comfortable, more often than not get what they're worth. That's the magic to maintaining and gaining a healthy sense of worth on all levels. To be more fully aware of what we're worth, we need to take stock in ourselves on a regular basis. Every store I know spends some time taking inventory what's on their shelves at least once a year. Do you do the same? Do you take a look at your skills at least once a year? Hmm, what are all those skills you have tucked away, I wonder? <laughs> so I invite you to take two important steps. First, buy the copy of Pay Me What I'm Worth and do the exercises in this chapter, chapter two, with a sense of fun and exploration, not a sense of, oh God, I have to do another exercise. Explore. Allow it to be a sense of adventure. If you're lucky enough, you'll create a study group. It's easy to get a few people together, just like a book club. Create a study group and do these exercises together. It's a lot of fun. I have on paymewhatimworth.com a way for you to connect up with study groups if you'd like. Just click over to paymewhatimworth.com, look for the discussion board, and you'll find something about study groups. So let's readdress those questions. I'm going to leave these questions for you to ponder. How many skills do you really have? Think about this. Even the art of reading takes a variety of skills. Skills like understanding a language. You know, have to know how to read. <laughs> when you start breaking down all the different things that you must know in order to read, you have hundreds of skills right there alone. Do others recognize those skills? For example, if you think you're the world's best chef, you think your cooking is absolutely fabulous, but most of your family and friends go, oh, well, um, you sure about that? <laughs> Don't be surprised if you're not earning a whole lot of money in the field of cooking. <laughs> 
And what skills do others see in you that you don't see in yourself? That's a key question. I would venture to guess that people will share with you a variety of skills that you go, what? Really? I, you think I have those skills? Okay. Wow. <laughs> those are freebies. On the flip side, what skills do others not see in you because you've hidden them away? What skills are you really afraid of sharing because you might come across as being more wonderful than you already are? And finally, how do we polish these skills that we've learned with ease and grace? More often than not, it just takes time. It takes a little bit of practice. Just like any other physical exercise program, it takes regular practice to tone up that body. It takes regular practice of saying thank you and being grateful for everything we have each day regardless of what that day looks like. Practice daily. One way to practice is to just check in with our discussion board to see what other people are having to say about Chapter 2 and their skills inventory. You're welcome to share your inventory with us if you'd like. As we come to a close, we always must remember to invite you to share your wisdom. You are the expert in your skills. And as you allow your expertise to be shared with others, you're going to help everyone out. You may help somebody around the world you never know just by leaving a simple comment. So until our next show, I'm Soul Dancer. Thank you once again for sharing your time with us. May you fully enjoy this day for all it's worth. Why? Because you're worth it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.